Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome again. Uh, we're going to keep this very informal for those of you who are uh, friends of mine, clients, and and you know, friends and clients of uh, my good friend, um, um, who's going to be speaking to you in a minute about um, about real estate. But Vuk Delanovich is a Toronto realtor, and you know, the area that he's one of the areas he sells in, in Toronto is called Leslieville, and I am absolutely in love with Leslieville because when I was a real estate agent, guess where I was selling real estate, Leslieville. So to see somebody like uh, like him come along. And not only just, um, you know, be a success himself as a real estate investor. So he knows what it's like to be an investor himself, the ups and downs, the emotions, but also from the realtor's perspective. And so I can't think of a better person today to share with you about real estate, which is my passion and what's really happening in the real estate condo market today. Luke, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Gordon. Nice to be here. Nice chatting with you. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I, I know you, you're busy. The market is uh, really busy right now. And you taking the time to spend some time with, with myself and some of my friends and clients that will be uh, watching and watching the replay right now. Look, what condos, like you're, you're an expert when it comes to condos. As, as a realtor, why, number one, why did you pick condos? Because there's so many different ways to make, you know, buy and sell real estate and make money in real estate. So I mean I, I guess I pick condos as a as a as a real estate broker because there's more volume in that segment of the market. So you know that that one makes sense for me. And I live downtown. I lived in a condo at one point. I know them relatively well, um, and so that's why I picked condos. And I got started with condos when I bought my first pre-construction condo like ten years ago. So that got me ten down years ago. Agony. You don't even look like you're eighteen. What's going on? <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> start early. You got to start early. That's the, that's the name of the game. Wow. So I, I remember, so con, it's such an incredible lifestyle. I remember um, the Crows Theater right in Leslieville. Right. Right. Carlisle beautiful Lombard. condo, beautiful theater. Uh, my son actually had his engagement party in there. And so mm-hmm. I, I love that, you know, like you mentioned that downtown vibe and for, yeah. for folks who are closer to the, the Sky Dome and Scotiabank Arena and so on. Talk to us. Talk to us about um, the difference between buying a pre-construction condo and a resale condo. And what would you what 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 would you recommend? I mean, the main difference, and you can think about it this way: is when you buy an existing condo, you're actually buying real property. But when you're buying pre-construction, you you're not buying real property. You are you have the right to a contract. You you purchased the contract, and you have the right to a property in the future. So. Those are the fundamental differences. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it really depends on on the individual that is looking to get into the market, whether it's resale or pre-construction. And that's what we do. You know, we sit down, we we talk about, you know, where are you today and where do you want to be in the future? And then we'll kind of draw, connect those dots and draw you to, to, to where you'd like to be. And the end of the day real estate is tried and true it's you know it's been uh, consistently on an uptrend if you if you really think about yeah. it uh, for a very long time and that's why that's why i'm in it i'm in it because i enjoy it and it makes a lot of sense in in the gta because we're growing and yeah yeah absolutely so, somebody was telling me that in the next three years you know there's four hundred thousand new immigrants that's yeah. coming to the gta Yep, it's mandated yeah. by the government, so it's going to happen. 
Yeah. So pre-construction condo, if, if someone was thinking of buying a pre-construction condos, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you as, uh, as, uh, as the expert, as a realtor, what are some of the things you would suggest that um, they would consider uh, before purchasing a pre-construction condo? What are some of the important things? Well, it depends if it's a, you know, if, it's your, if you're buying it for yourself or if it's an investment. Let's just okay. say it's as an investment. Um, then what you're looking for is you want to be buying ahead of the trend. So you want to kind of foresee the trend. And the best way to do that is look at a transit map and look at where the, the where transit is expanding to and find areas that you like and you can buy early. So that would be, you know, my, my kind of advice if you're looking to buy pre-construction as an investment. Look at areas that are not yet established, but are getting moving in that direction. And that's pretty much anything, anything on the transit line. Anything on the transit line. So, so let's say I've made a decision of what I want to buy, right? Are there certain things I should be looking at, like the size of the down payment? When, when, how much do I need to put down? When are the payments due? You know, what should I be expecting on closing? What are your thoughts about some of that? Well, first and foremost, you want you want to buy from the right developer. So you want to make sure that they have a good you know, track record and that your money is safe with them. Yeah. Um, what, what, why is that? I want to stop you for me because I have heard that some folks have put money down on a deposit. Mm -hmm. And then three years later, they're waiting for the, their dream home right, or their dream condo to move into. And then the developers are bankrupt. Is, is that true that that happens? It's happened. Okay. I think it happens less these days. It happens um, less. Okay, that's good, it good news. Less. Yeah, because it's a big hit on the developer, right? So if he cancels his project and he has to give all the money back, it, it's it's going to tarnish his 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 record, and so the future projects won't be as easy anymore. So they they want to avoid doing that at all costs, but yeah. it happens. That's the risk of any investment, right? So you want to kind of do your due diligence ahead of time to avoid, you know, or to minimize the potential of that happening to you. Right. And then you were sharing me offline another time that that's one of the benefits of working with a professional realtor like yourself, because you you've done the homework on on the developers. We've done the homework and we've, you know, been around long enough to to live through some of the actual cancellations. And, you know, we have clients that have lived through them, you know, from, from yeah. previous engagements. Right. So so we have some of the some of that, you know, necessary lesson learned, I guess, uh, that so that we know what to avoid in the future. Yeah. Okay. So I'm ready to buy a condo. I'm ready to buy a condo in Leslieville, pre-construction. What what's what kind of down payment should I be saving for? It depends. It depends on the okay. developer. But usually it's you know 20% over the period of you know one to four years. And it it depends on the developer. Some developers will require 20% within a year, and some let you spread it out over like I said, three to four years. So three to four years. So, so I want to buy, let's say, a, a pre-construction condo in Leslieville. It's eight hundred grand. Twenty percent would be what? Um, One sixty. Hundred sixty thousand for the yep. for the deposit. That's right. So, do I put that? The developer wants that one sixty upfront, or you said it could be spread out. So you pay five percent in a month after you sign for the contract. Okay. Then you'll pay five percent, let's say, in six months. Okay. Then you'll pay another 5% in, let's say, 18 months, which is a year and a half. Okay. And then typically most times these days, the last 5% of that 20 deposits yes. 
isn't due until the building is ready to be occupied, which is four years down the road, if it's a you know mid to high rise development. Got it. So Got it's, it. it's easy. It's easy. You know, it's much easier to get into that investment than, for yes. example, buying resale where all the 20 percent is due now, including closing costs and all your land trust land transfer taxes. Right. So right. there's definitely a benefit to pre-construction uh, over buying resale based on that you know, capital requirement. Wow. That's that's interesting. So you can actually the investment you're actually investing over time while uh, from what I understand book is say a project takes three to four years before it's finally built and you get to move into it. Mm -hmm. um, the value of that property has already gone up. I mean, that's been the case for the last, you know, 10 to 15 yeah. years. Right. I mean, and that really is due to the fact that you are taking part in that transformation of that raw yes. piece of land, which is useless pretty much. And, and you, you know, you're working essentially with the developer. He's doing all the heavy work of actually yes. building it. You're, you're an investor. You know, you've just put money down and you signed a few checks and now you're sitting back and you're waiting, but they're right. doing the heavy work of actually building out the foundation and, and then, you know, stacking up floor after floor, after floor windows inside. It's a lot of work that goes into it. And once that's complete, now you have much more use for that piece of land. There's much mm. more value there. And that's, and that's how you make money as the investor, as the early wow. buyer. As the early buyer. And don't even have to, like, you know, for somebody like me, I'm all thumbs. I wouldn't even know what hand, what side of the hammer to hold, exactly. right? No, <laughs> so we, we just actually... go, we take pictures and we say, look at the progress. It looks great. That's amazing. Now, one of the questions I got for you is, you know, for some of our, our friends who are thinking of buying a condo, um, I was also told that um, working with a realtor, the, the, the developers actually like give would give more to the realtor than through if I went to them themselves, like maybe there's an upgrade on certain things like, I don't know, like a refrigerator or sure. things that you we can get through you as an agent that we may not get just going directly to the builder. Is that true? Definitely. I mean, it's a relationship business. So, you know, because we do a lot of volume, developers like to work with us. And, and, mm -hmm. and in order to let us um, help our clients, right, they'll offer us additional incentives that you probably wouldn't get if you just walked in because they don't necessarily know you. And if, it's, right. if it happens to be a, a project that's very popular and that's selling quickly, then they'll, they'll really only work with the people that they have a relationship with. So in some mm -hmm. cases, you can't even buy a unit unless you're working with the right broker that has a relationship with that developer. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for some of my friends who, who are watching right now, this is um, Vuk Delanovich, a friend of mine who's a, a realtor here in the GTA. Uh, you, please go visit uh, go visit his website. Uh, learn a bit about him, uh, what, what he does, what he's doing, and, and perhaps maybe how he can help you with uh, some of your uh, real estate needs uh, as well. I'm just going to jump back to uh, Vuk, uh, maybe changing direction a little bit here. Still talking about condos. We're talking about pre-construction condos. Uh, I, you know, I, I can't wait. I need something now. Mm. So it, are, are there differences in purchasing a pre-construction and, and an existing condo? Like what are some of the subtle differences? The, you the, think? What are, what's any? the difference? Well, the, the difference, like I said, is really like how much money do you have right now and how much are you 
how much can you put down? And then do you have borrowing power? Like, do you already have a lot of mortgages? And now you can't buy another condo because the bank won't lend to you anymore. Well, then maybe pre-construction is a better idea because you're not actually buying the property just yet. So you yes. can, you know, there's a pre-approval process, but, um, but you don't need to get that lending. Uh, so that's the main difference. And then I would say the other, other difference is, you know, with a pre-construction condo, you get to design the unit the way you want it to be. Mm. You get to finish it. Whereas with a resale condo, let's say you're in a specific budget, which only allows you to get a specific type of unit that doesn't have the finishes that you like. Well, now you've got a budget renovations and you got to deal with that whole thing, right? So it doesn't necessarily work for everybody. And you've got to know what type of person you are. And again, that's, that's what we do. We get to know you. We get to understand what you're looking for, who you are, how much stress you want in your life. And then we figure out, you know, what the right path is. Awesome. Well, this is a silly question. When the market is, you know, some people say the market is so hot in Toronto right now, it's all peaked. It's mm -hmm. peaked so much that it's, is it still a good time to buy? That's the million dollar question, right? I wish, Isn't it? I wish, <laughs> I, I wish I knew what was going to happen next year, but if we look at you know fundamentals and the reasons why we got to these prices today if we look at yes. why that's happened money printing low interest rates you know crazy demand low supply because it's hard to build especially density which we need in the gta as long as all that stuff remains relatively consistent you know i mean interest rates can go up a little bit that's fine but they're you know as long as they don't hockey stick up which is almost impossible to do. Um, wow. And as long as that demand comes in to the country, I don't see why the prices would come down because it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be consistent with the supply and demand metrics that we have today. Right? That's interesting. It, it's, it's funny that um, you just said uh, hockey stick up, right? Uh, I posted a picture earlier on my social media and I think I have about like 14 or 15 hockey sticks there. I'm not sure if you saw that or not. No, and not. it was kind of a, a funny post where I said, you know, instead of investing in all these hockey sticks, maybe I should have bought uh, Bitcoin or Amazon or mm -hmm. Microsoft or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So can you imagine, mm -hmm. you know, some of us sitting here thinking, man, I should have bought real estate 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? Like think of some of the stuff we've invested in uh, and the money that was just just wasted. We don't even know what we spend our money on. And, and here, uh, I'm here talking to you, a, you know, a, a realtor, a real estate expert, somebody who's invested in real estate yourself as an mm -hmm. investor and now helping clients uh, do do exactly the same thing. Well, Vuk, thank you so much for cool. taking time to be here. Um, you, you went through the drill last time. I'm going to ask you it again, three quick questions so some of our folks can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. okay. Uh, if you could choose a favorite, what, what's your favorite color? Number one, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is probably like a forest green, like a dark green. I like, I like that. Yeah, you said that before too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll stick with Color that. money, right? <laughs> well, it just happens to be, yeah. Amazing. My eyes are that color as well. So I think okay. that's because that's what I see a lot. When there I'm you go, the green eyes, right? Yeah. If, um, if you, what, what, what's your favorite ice cream? Yeah, I'm going to switch this one up. I my I like really like nutty, and, you okay. know, like ice cream bars. So like the one with in a cone, in uh, a cone I don't know yeah. if it's a Klondike, but it's you know it's chocolate, it's it's nuts, and then it's yeah. vanilla inside. That's probably Amazing. my favorite kind of ice cream. You guys have real, it's real scoop. 
in Leslieville? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's lineups outside of that store. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, every listen, you guys, uh, I'm going to put Vug on the spot and, and, and don't hold me to it, but maybe you can you buy a condo from him and it'll take you to Ed's um, Real Scoop. It's probably what, like the best, like the best ice cream. If you like ice cream, man, like Vug said, like people line up, line up. I'll wait it. in that line for you and I'll bring it to you. Yeah. Well, I know, like down here, the same thing, right? And uh, right beside the Fox Theater, yep. right? Um, yeah. There's, there's a, it's, it's right there in the beaches. It's lineups, just lineups. Last question for you would be, look, if, if you could do one thing right now, Vuk, one thing, like <laughs> wave a magic wand, you could do one thing for you, not for somebody else, right? Because yeah. I know you're always thinking about, okay, what can I do for my daughter? What can I do for my family? What can I do for my clients? Like if you could wave the magic wand and do one thing for you right now, what would you do? I would, you know, take the next flight out to... Costa Rica or Colombia yeah. or I don't know somewhere where where it's hot where it's warm yeah, I don't have to absolutely. deal with this cold weather and I would just eat really good food yeah drink really good drinks and surf and maybe wow. go for runs on the beach that's ultimately where we'd like to retire you know that or sounds amazing. most of the time some, something like that so if I could do anything right now that would be I'd shut this laptop down and I'd be and on just my go, way. right? <laughs> I'd be that, that sounds amazing. I don't need anything but the shirt and the pants I'm wearing. That's all I need. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, uh, and I know with you, what you're doing for some of your clients, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, some of your clients will be able to do that because real estate, like you said, there's no guarantees. There's always a risk. There's no guarantees. But historically, at least here at home in the last 30, 40 years in Toronto, you know, prices, may have kind of peaked at points and had a little bit of a dive, but it's always good, you know, gone up. Like I've got, you know, my parents, um, they're not here now, but, um, you know, my parents and with my parents' friends, I, I hear them, you probably hear the stories of, oh, I bought, I bought this um, bungalow for $60,000. Yeah. Right. And today that same bungalow is worth like one or $2 million, just a little wartime 800 yeah. square foot bungalow. Like who would oh, have when thought, they right? It, Real estate. When, yeah. when they bought it for 60, I bet their friends were saying, oh, you're paying too much. Paying too much. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for being here. Any final thoughts you would like to leave with the folks who may, who may be watching now and watching on the replay? You know, be happy, be positive and always look for ways to improve yourself. And, you know, and, and, and have fun with life. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I didn't do real estate my whole life. I did. I was in a different career and real estate is something that I've started to enjoy. And I kind of jumped into it with both feet um, and I love it. And, you know, if it's something that interests you, then I'd be happy to, to, to chat. So, yeah, I would actually love to end with that for a minute. So you weren't always in real estate in 30 or 60 seconds. What what was your career before real estate then? I did the classical, you know, high school, get good grades, go to university. I graduated in mechanical engineering at U of T. You know, I got a good job. I worked hard. I made my way up the ranks. You know, I went on work assignments. So I lived in the U.S. for a while. I saved up money doing, the, mm. doing all that. When I came back, I bought pre-construction. And then that kind of led me into the real estate realm Mm. And and then it, you know slowly over time it, it became a bigger and bigger part of my life and until now it's my whole life so yeah it wow. was it was a slow progression over time and at one point in my life I thought I wanted something and that changed 
And wow. I'm willing, you know, I was willing to take the, the, the leap of faith that, hey, look, this might be better for you. So far, wow. you know, knock on wood, it's been, it's been going well. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad you took that leap of faith and you pivoted and now you're helping your clients, you know, with probably the biggest investment of their life, right? Buying a home or buying an investment property. Absolutely. So once again, thank you so much for being here and for the folks who are watching. Thank you. And until the next time, uh, have an amazing, amazing day, everyone. All right. See you.